Newton Studios. This is 975-1280 the Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. I get why the fan base is grumpy. That is one heck of a way to lose not only a basketball game, but to lose a series. I've seen a lot of fans being very angry and yelling for this and that, and others saying you're not being reasonable, blah, 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 back and forth. But they're really disappointed because these Jazz fans have invested a lot into their team, and the expectations were so high for this team. You start the series by winning two straight games, and then you drop four straight? After last year complaining about losing three straight and how much you had learned from that you go out and lose four straight that's a difficult thing for fans to absorb coach Kalani Satake with us what are you looking for in a starting quarterback because there's some connective tissue there with players that have had success in your experience a lot of the things that you look for in a guy that can help you win games and I feel like we have three really good ones they're gonna have to figure out who's gonna be the starter because it's gonna come down to whoever earns it that's the only way I can function as a head coach is to give the starting jobs to the guy that deserves it so we're gonna go with that in mind and they know I feel really comfortable with them A-Rod does the whole coaching staff feels comfortable and the team feels comfortable with those guys and I'm really looking forward to them competing and getting better and with the competition hopefully all three get better but the, hopefully one of them would definitely stand out and then take that starting spot. The radio voice of the Utah Jazz. David Locke you've had a few days now to munch on how the season ended for the Jazz. What's the biggest reason why? The Clippers figured out how to play us without Mike Conley with a somewhat limited Donovan Mitchell and we never figured out how to play without Mike Conley. I know we were 16-5 and five without Mike Conley in the regular season but we weren't playing teams multiple nights in a row and we did figure out how to play offensively without Mike Conley we never figured out how to defend without Rudy Gobert being the centerpiece of what we were doing if we're really honest about it that was a season-long issue trying to see if they could come up with an answer for that and evidently never found that answer Dale Murphy was here on the big show what do you think of the solution to strip search that you're <laughs> at the request of the opposing manager you know I don't know if it's gonna help it'll probably last about a month and then everybody's gonna get tired of it. it should be a warning and they should not tell the guys when they're gonna do it so no one knows when they're gonna get checked you know someone who played in the 70s and 80s when you hear about foreign substances on the ball and the league all of a sudden wondering what's going on it does draw a chuckle from a lot of us i hit against and i had as a teammate gaylord perry there wasn't a substance known to man that gaylord didn't try bruce benedict goes to throw him out at second he can't hold on to the ball because it's so slick i get the ball out in center field i can't grip the ball there's so much stuff on it our infielders are having problems throwing guys out at first base and no one cared from the athletic he's our friend sam amick mike conley's a free agent for the first time in his career how big a factor would his health be in deciding whether or not you want to be in the mike conley business you talk to your sports science people and, and just gather all the evidence that you want regarding his own personal history with injury and trying to essentially predict if you invest x amount of money what percentage of the time can you reasonably expect him to be on the floor good luck getting that right but he's coming off a very good year. I truthfully don't know what the market's going to be elsewhere for money for Mike. Age is always going to come into play, but to me, a hamstring, you know, it's going to recover, and they're obviously a lot better with him.
Big Show. Yeah, it is the Big Show. Uh, Monson is ready to go. He's ready to tell you the scores. Is Horton ready to? Ready to? Horton's here. Is she ready to do everything that's necessary? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on here. That's a blanket request. Uh, uh, yeah, if we could get our own ears up a little there. Megan is here, uh, our great engineer today. She's uh, a lot better than Johnny in every aspect. She, she, is that true? Megan, she's friendlier. Do you, do you feel that way? She's, she, uh, she has better hygiene. Yeah, much uh, more pleasant to be around. Yes, yeah. yeah. A better conversationist. Hey, where is Johnny? Is he within Jail, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see. No, he's, he did uh, Hanson Scotty today. Uh, yeah, Jake's out. Uh, you can uh, tweet us or hit the open mic on the app and guess as to where Jake might be today. Your so imagination. We, should, we, should we give him the background on that? Of Jake's sins? No. <laughs> no. Why Jake isn't here. Well, I want people to guess why he's not here. Oh. He's not here. That's, so we talked about he's, this yesterday. Okay. So Every time I miss, Jake says Austin's getting some weird surgery done. Or yeah, Austin's does. Uh, does. Uh, visa came up or something. And <laughs> so I, I let's, let's have some fun at Jake's expense for okay, one time. Okay, so two questions. All right. Why is Jake not here? And two, where is Jake? Uh, Jake's not here because he doesn't like you. Not true. Oh, doesn't like me. <laughs> that's not true either. <laughs> and uh, where is he? That's the that's the question. I honestly don't know where he is. Do me? you? No. Okay. All right. But so. but we can guess. We can guess, and we I guess we could say, what that's what you meant by the circumstance. Yes. Why? So it's his birthday. Yeah. Coming so up. You just so. answered. You just answered the first question. Yeah. It He's is turning Jake's fifty-two. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was 58. Oh, well, he he lied to me. No, it's not. He's younger than that. But still, he is getting up there in years, considering (laughs) I remember him as just a pup. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's not here. He's he's celebrating his birthday. His birthday's on Sunday, I believe, right? Or Monday. Is it Monday? No, let's see. Which one is Uh, it? Today's the 25th. Yeah, it's Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, because my anniversary is Monday. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay. So got to be careful. So Jake is out celebrating his birthday somewhere with his lovely wife, Naz. Um, and if anybody can either locate him or tell us where he might be. It could literally be anywhere doing anything, knowing well, those things. He didn't even know. Nope. Had no idea. Naz was going to surprise him by, by doing something. We had a meeting this morning. He didn't know what he was doing. He was on the meeting, but, yeah. and, but he had no idea what was about to become. So, so we don't know. He could be at home. <laughs> he could be. I mean, we don't know. He could be. So, uh, anyway. Uh, we do need to tell you we are live at the warehouse today, our home away from home each and every Friday here on The Zone. 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. We'll get more on the extremely uh, cool and awesome deals they've got going with Clayton here in a little bit. We're brought to you each and every day by Big O Tires. Big O Tires knows uh, tires and auto repair can be an unexpected expense. That's why they offer no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. And also, Gordon, uh, that was Sounds of the Week you heard. Uh, brought Put to together you, by you? Uh, put together by maybe the best uh, uh, producer this side of Lloyd Cole. 
between that is usually producing between two and seven. You mean, well, that's a low standard. <laughs> Brought to you when the by uh, Zero Res when the carpet and tiles get cleaned. It's never just clean. Zero Res clean. $33 per room. You deserve the best. You deserve Zero Res. Schedule Zero Res today. All right. All of that taken care of. Yes, it was. We, yeah. have, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about today. There's, uh, It's the off-season, but it's never really off around these parts, is it? Especially when a main focus of the, the sports world here falls way short from where I think they should have gotten to. And that being, of course, the Utah State Aggies. No, <laughs> the Utah Jazz. Wait, uh, so wait. You, you thought that the Jazz should have beaten the Clippers? Yep. Did you think they were better than the Clippers? I did. Even with Kawhi Leonard? Yes, I did. I thought they were a deeper team. That turned out to be wrong. Yeah, even if wrong. Even if they were healthy, I think I was wrong about that. Mm -hmm. I think the Clippers were, were and are a deeper team when healthy. So. Well, they, they certainly might have had a better opportunity had uh, health favored them. However, the Clippers were also hampered, losing their best player. So, man, it sure didn't look like. The Jazz were better than the Clippers, did it? It didn't. I mean, uh, not it, even close. Well, sort of close. Well, close. I mean, they were getting wiped out. They were up 2-0. I know, but they were getting wiped out in the games. I in mean, the next four. Yeah, and that were. last game was still still people around here still trying to figure that one out. Yep. Uh, so we'll talk about that and whatever else uh, is on the list we'll get to in a moment. Got to set up our guest, though. Howard Beckett, three. Excuse me. Ralph Russo, college football reporter at 3 o'clock for the AP. Uh, lots to go by, run by uh, Ralph's thoughts. Howard Beck with the NBA Daily Assist at 3.30. Jeremiah Jensen of KSL's Sports Beat will be on with us at 5. And surprises in between. Surprises? Oh, all right. So, so uh, to steal the phrase, buckle up. Who, uh, who put together that schlocky schedule of people that uh, we're having? I've never heard the word schlocky. Me neither. I just made is it Is that up. Yiddish? <laughs> what does that exactly no, those are Schlocky, good. is that a good thing? <laughs> those are good. Oh. No, those are good guess. Yeah, I mean, it is a, it's a compliment. Schlocky. <laughs> Sounds nice. Sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, but that being said, Eric Jensen producing for me today back in the studio. And, uh, Eric, let's get to Gordon's List. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I love peaches. Hey, Jake, do I have orange around my mouth? You're kind of a fuss bucket. I don't want to see any umpire reaching into any pitcher's pants. Have you ever been in a really humid region where you needed a dehumidifier? I have. <laughs> Gordon's List presented by Tim Daly, Nissan Murray, home of the auto warranty that doesn't quit. It's endless. It's perpetual. It's like my hairline. It's forever. <laughs> It never, it never ends. <laughs> it it doesn't quit. Yeah. It, yeah. It never ends. It never begins. Uh, for, so maybe they don't want to be like my hairline. Uh, but yeah, Gordon, uh, never, uh, you never do uh, shy away from bragging, even oh, if it's please. about a dehumidifier. It's not a brag. It's a, no, like no, a it's brag. not a brag. Have it's you ever been in a place where you needed a dehumidifier? Because I have. <laughs> I didn't say because I, I have. 
I just said I have. I have. No, it's it's just it's just a statement. Of you fact. win. You've it's been where you need a dehumidifier. My not. life will never be complete like it's yours. It's not a brag. It's just I. In fact, it's a it's a it's a crappy experience. Oh, All right. So, so Speaking of crappy experiences, uh, yeah. what do you have on the list today? All right. Let's start with this one. Uh, I wrote a column that's been posted, SL Trib, and uh, I hesitate to uh, to promote my own columns. <laughs> you know, I usually it's rare. Yeah, don't really do that. <laughs> but uh, this one I wrote about a uh, fellow by the name of Blair Hodges. You know Blair Hodges, uh, Austin. And he... Uh, he started a movement called Jazz Fans Against Racism, and I wrote about him and, and uh, quoted him heavily from his position as to what how he's trying to uh, help people understand uh, race issues a little more and uh, sort of whittle away at this idea that there are racists among jazz fans. And look, there are racists among every fan base. I mean, it's just a fact of life. And one that would be nice to get eradicated, but uh, he's trying to do his best to get the word out amongst jazz fans. And Austin, you put me on to him, and uh, and I had a wonderful uh, conversation with him and wrote about him. Your thoughts on uh, jazz fans against racism? Yeah, sure. First of all, I read it, and it was really, really nicely done. Thank so you. good job on that, and good job to Blair. He's an intelligent person and can have a conversation really about any subject and, uh, and, and captivate you and, and make you feel like you're smart too when you talk to him. So I like Blair a whole lot. And uh, I think that it's a gutsy endeavor to undertake because, and I like what he said in, in your column, he, he had a quote about, don't be afraid, and I'm paraphrasing, don't be afraid to get into the comment section. When you see injustice, don't be afraid to make a comment and call it out and, and have that conversation brought up because I am guilty, Gordon, of too often seeing an ignorant comment or a blatantly racist comment and rolling my eyes and going, oh, that person, it's not worth talking to that person. I'm just going to move on with my life and let them be evil on their own. Like he said, at least I'm not racist. Correct. You know, but uh, he's uh, encouraging everyone to speak out and to learn what they can, and to make a difference in that regard. And he said one of his suggestions was to talk to various, uh, whoever it is, and get their perspective, especially people of color, as he, he said it, mm-hmm. uh, and, and hear what they have to say, and listen to what they have to say, and then uh, understand it. And then when you see instances of injustice or ignorance, as you said, then speak out against it. Yeah, and I feel that that is, and Blair, I think, would agree with this. As a white man, I cannot uh, uh, empathize, or, or is that the right word? I, I, I can't say, oh, I know how you feel to a black man. I can't do that. I've never been black. I've only been white. And sadly, there are privileges that I've learned have come with being white that you don't get by being a person of color, and that's what we're trying to fix. Yeah. And that's what Blair, as another white man, is saying is that we need to educate ourselves we need to educate our children we need to educate our neighbors our family members our enemies it's the key to this i think gordon is education at least from my own perspective when i was i I, you know let's say i'm turning 35 this year or 36 wow uh, even 10 years ago i would bristle at the idea of some someone saying oh jazz fans are racist 
I would bristle at that and say, no, you just, that's, you can't do, but, and kind of dismiss it and say, no, there's no, but there is racism. And the word racism does not mean that you hate people of color. It can mean something as simple as you don't understand and uh, what they're going through and aren't willing to learn what they are going through. That is racism. And so I think that this educational tool that Blair has set up in Jazz Fans Against Racism, there is still some pushback from people saying that it, that it, it's not okay to address it because that feeds it, and I disagree wholeheartedly. I think you have to address it. You have to own it. You have to admit that it exists so that we can then learn kind of backwards from where we are now and be better about it. Does that make any sense yeah, at all? Yeah, makes some sense. And I don't think he's necessarily picking on jazz fans. It's just that he lives here. The jazz are his favorite team. Sure. And he, he's not saying that racism doesn't exist in other fan bases. Yeah. But he's uh, involving himself with what happens here. And, you know, the statement jazz fans are racist, that makes it sound like it's it's inclusive of everyone. I'm not sure that's the case, but some of them are. And some of them have expressed that in unfortunate ways. And so I think it's a terrific effort on his part to try to, like you said, uh, become aware and then educate oneself and others. Have the discussion with your family members and your friends and talk it through so that everybody can learn, as he said, learn together. And it's a terrific effort on his part. And, uh, yeah, I was happy to hear his points of view and to portray them. Well, I'd say check form. it out. Check it out there at sltrib.com. It's important. And share yeah. it. And I, I would love to hear a person of color's opinion on the piece and what they think of jazz fans against racism. I'd yeah. love to hear that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll go from something important to something a little less important, but still important to our listeners. Austin, uh, let me ask you the question. If you could advise the jazz – on one move, <laughs> okay. one move, and make it reasonable. Sure. You know, I mean, one move this offseason, what would it be? Uh, that uh, the executive producer of the team-owned radio station should be a millionaire by salary. Okay, something, like I said, realistic. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, if you're going to tie my hands, then yes, uh, we'll talk basketball. Because that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't. I don't do it quite enough to – all right, uh, my my – one move would – God, and I don't want to be specific about who needs to be maybe moved on from, but they need to add lengthy athletic defense. Mm -hmm. That is it. I think that they that is the one piece, and it doesn't have to be a first-team all-defensive guy. It doesn't have to be an all-NBA defensive guy. It's got to be someone who's got length, who, who is a average scorer, and a slightly above average defender. That's mm. what they're missing right now. It's not a lot, but that's what they're missing. Do you yeah. disagree? No, I agree with you, and I've written about that, and uh, I'm, I'm with you. I uh, agree completely. Uh, you might add to that to re-sign Mike Conley or somebody of his, <laughs> of his ability, which is almost impossible for them <laughs> to do uh, without some one-sided trade. Right uh, of some sort, and and just by the sheer math, there's not a lot of Mike Conley like players out there. Yeah, right and now. then for what the Jazz can pay him versus what they what they can afford to do otherwise, uh, you know that money situation is pretty tight. So, in all due respect to Trent Forrest, it's not the Trent Forrest era. If that's if that's where they go at point guard, then we're we're set, we're seeing this uh, franchise 
Move back about five years, right? You know what would be advantageous for the Jazz would be for them to find somebody. Find a, find a Lou Dort. Find a Terrence Mann, you know? And I know these guys don't grow on trees, but those guys went to their teams for at the minimum, really. Uh, and, yeah. and yet they turned out to be these terrific players. I wonder – is that, the, is that, is that, I wonder if that's even a, a possibility. I guess it is possible, but I don't know how likely that would be. So I like Lou Dort, uh, and J- you and Jake were talking about him earlier this week, and I also brought it up then. He's only 6'3", so he doesn't really solve the length. But uh, he's a good defender. Part, but he is a lockdown defender, yeah. He is, and he's extremely athletic, uh, and, I do, and he fits into that average offensive player requirement I've put in there because that's not what the Jazz need. They need a guy with the uh, attributes on defense like Lou Dort has, just I would prefer he be five inches taller. So Ter- Terrence Mann is uh, the 48th pick of the draft a couple of years ago. Um, he's about 6'5", I think, so he's not. it's not like he's 6'8", but he's still a terrific defender and can oh, – gee, did you notice that he could score a little bit too? Well, okay. not in this series. In that series against the Jazz, he scored. Now he's gone, I think, six points and eight points and <laughs> maybe had 11 last night. <laughs> don't, don't even bring that up because all that does <laughs> is make Jazz fans so angry. I think it accentuates the point that we're making, that the Jazz are that good, and yet that one weakness they have was mm-hmm. so glaring against a team like the Clippers that the 48th pick, who is now scoring six and eight points against the Suns, was scoring 39. Mm-hmm. I think that accentuates the point uh, and, sends it r- and sends it home. Now, before we get out to the phone line and, and talk to Clayton, Gordon, do you think the Jazz have what I've described already within the fold no. that hasn't been getting minutes? Uh, well, Like a Jarrell Brantley. Is, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Who, who does know? You hope they know. Uh, y- well, we haven't seen it developed uh, with uh, an appropriation of minutes on the floor, uh, so may- maybe it's there. But heck, if I know. And they kind of, and while they did play a star season, they kind of lost a star season because it was like two and a half weeks long. So, uh, but you know, so that's another problem or another factor to this question is that they might have what they need, they just don't know it yet. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, more of Gordon's list on the other side and throughout the afternoon. But let's jo- jump out to uh, the zone phone line and talk to Clayton. We're live here today at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Now, Clayton, before we have you uh, share some of the deals you have going on with our listeners today, Gordon, I have an admission. What's that? Clayton knows all about this. You don't know about it. Okay. But my wife and I, we're frequent shoppers at the, yes, at the I, warehouse. Yes, I did know that. But we're very, very infrequent communicators with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you do, buy the same thing? <laughs> well, there were, we, the, the warehouse has been so good with us in helping us find exactly what we want and what we need. Mm-hmm. And my wife has been working with them, not to my knowledge, and then saying to me, hey, we need to figure out what the latest is, when this is going to arrive, and that sort of thing. And then she had already worked it out, didn't tell me. And then I got on Clayton a little bit and was like, hey, man, what, what are we going to do here? 
And he's like, oh, I thought this was – and it was already all taken care of. I'm sure Clayton has never experienced that <laughs> with any other customer, with any other family. <laughs> so not only can you get great deals that will blow your mind, but they'll save your marriage here at the warehouse. Uh, Clayton, wow. what's going on, buddy? That's How heavy, are you? man. That's heavy, Clayton. Hey, Austin and, and Gordon, so good to hear from you guys. I I'm, I was laughing my head off at that. I don't know about marriage can. Uh, counseling for saving anyone's marriage, but I did definitely save some dollars on some furniture. For those okay. of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Clayton. I'm Tom Curl, the infamous Tom Curl's oldest son. And my family and I, we dedicate our livelihood to selling furniture and saving people money on anything that you may need in your home, whether it's a dining room set, a bedroom set, or an Austin's uh, case, sectionals, sofas, love seats. And Multiple. listen, it's yeah. not it's not my it's not my competitor's problem. It's not just my problem. Here has been crazy because of the pandemic. Factories, ports had to close, and that means back orders. So it's been a nightmare getting inventory for everybody. But of course, we're a family business. We'll bend over backwards. Okay, and that's exactly what happened in, in our case. He wanted to order sectional, then we went made sectional. Came in, they changed the color here, and we bent over backwards. Of course, we'll take care of Austin and his family. But for anybody, we do the same thing. Any customer that comes, we do the same thing. And this week, I want to talk about new inventory I got in, because it's no secret, guys. Prices this year have gone through the roof, whether it's gas prices, wood prices, fabric prices in my, in my field of business. That's definitely affected me. And these section prices have affected everyone. But guess what? This week, I got brand new inventory. I got sofas and love seats, the set. Now, at any of my competitors on this road, let's call it Furniture Road, 300 West, in front of me, next to me, even the membership club right here, you can get a sofa for maybe $9.99. You can get a sofa, love seat, set. For maybe $24.99. Here at the warehouse, I have three different options. Sofa and three different colors starting at $12.99. I have them. Come in. Bring your wife because I know she makes the decision. Bring her in. Choose the color you want. Buy it. Take it today. Don't wait 16, 12, 18, 24 weeks. You like it. You see it. You sit on it. It's comfy. Buy it. Take it today. We would love to earn your business. Come in and see either Matt or Mike, and we'll save you some money. Boom. Boom it is. Thank you, Clayton. We'll uh, check back in with you in a little bit. Uh, if you're getting your furniture anywhere else, you're doing it wrong. Get on in here and see. And it's not just furniture. Uh, it's not just those great deals he just shared, but I'm looking at there's clocks, there's mirrors, there's rugs, everything. I, I can't speak to what he, the deals he's presenting there, but they sound good to me. All I know is that when I've bought furniture from this place, it has always worked out well. Yep, you know? absolutely. I've had my daughters buy stuff from here. I've had my friends buy stuff from here. All of us at the station have bought furniture from here. Yeah. Beds, sofas, love seats. Rockers, loungers, whatever you know, it's a, it's it's been a very positive experience for you and I. My favorite bed sheets came from this place. I oh, love really? I love it. Yep, absolutely. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. Come in, relax with us, see what they got going on. Grab some jazz gear, 
And uh, Gordon knows all about, uh, as Clayton was talking about, prices of everything have gone through the roof. Gordon was telling me about personal piercing prices and how oh, they've just please. soared. Come on, so. knock it off. <laughs> I should say for, for you and me. I said for you and I. It's just for you and me. I'm going to give you a wedgie. <laughs> More of the big better show. Than, better than a swirly, I guess. More so. of the big show with Austin Horton and the grammar policeman. <laughs> Gordon Monson next here on The Zone. You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. I just can't sit there and listen to an insecure person brag about how great everything is. My life's a lot better than yours. My kids are a lot better than yours. I have a nice car. Mine's better than yours. I'm better than you at what you do for a living, and I've never done it before. After the recession, I dropped 90 mil. Well, I've recouped that and doubled it. So I'm up to half a billion now, and so I got less time than I got money. I got to burn through this, man. Come on, let's do it. That sounded like bragging. I didn't mean it to be. It was. The end of the day. Brought to you each and every day by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. This is a local product, but it's uh, only half of them is a local product. I don't know how, but they found me is the name of the band. Again, I don't know how, how, how but they you, found me. How do you find them? Uh, I heard them on a radio station. Oh. They, they kind of have a uh, synthesizer 80s rock sound to them. So oh. I really like it. Gordon, uh, Gordon's you, list did, continues. Did you text no. uh, Eric during the break and tell him to I put don't. that together? Because every one of those things that he included in that brag sheet was I, a was, brag. Re- I was reading something from something else. All of no. them except for I have a nice car. Everything else in there, I was reading it off something else. And it, I wasn't stating it as a fact. Everything me. in there? Have you ever been in a really humid region where you needed a dehumidifier? <laughs> that's not a brag. I have. <laughs> that's such a weird it's brag. Not, it's not a it's brag. It's a brag and it's no, a weird no, brag. No, it's a... It's a I man. have. <laughs> have you ever? Because I have. I'm not telling you. You're just totally misunderstanding the point. <laughs> I there. Have. It was all about, man, I <laughs> suffered through that. You know, it wasn't like, oh, look at me. I've had to use a dehumidifier. <laughs> right. uh, no, I did not text him. The reason that was our, uh, up on the button bar is earlier this week you were being accused of – you were accusing someone else of being a bragger. Mm. And I was trying to get that in, and so I you, didn't do it in time. So <laughs> you, you had that all ready to go, did you, Austin? Uh, Eric says he found it himself. So oh, all right. if two people think it, it must be true. <laughs> of course. All right, Gordon's list continues. Go ahead, Gordon. All right, I've been looking at some mock drafts. I'm sorry. Uh, regarding the Jazz, and, uh, you know, they have the 30th pick. Ugh. <laughs> Not real pretty, but it's weird because so many of them, I don't think any, most of them did not have the same name, which I guess is understandable considering everybody's guessing. Yeah. But uh, most of the mock drafts I've seen have the Jazz either taking a shooting guard or a a wing or, you know, some kind of uh, wing, I guess is the best way to put it, or a power forward. 
I think one of them had a point guard in there. So a small wing and a big wing. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, Royce O'Neal was the starting power forward for the Jazz. If yeah, if you're going to label it traditionally, yeah, yeah, he was. And he's like what six four? Yeah, something like that. So that he did average almost seven about seven rebounds a game, wasn't it? So it's, but still, the size thing is an issue. Everybody thinks because the Jazz have Rudy Gobert that they that they're somehow a big team. They're not. They're a small team. We've talked about the guard line. You know, obviously Mike Conley under six foot. And, uh, is he under six feet? Well, I don't know. I'm always suspicious. Huh. Isn't he listed at six? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Donovan Mitchell listed at six. One. I think Donovan is uh, almost six two. I'm six one, and when I stand next to him, he's taller than me. Donovan is? Yeah. Okay. But The I shoes change maybe, things, too. And maybe I'm shrinking. You know. <laughs> well, uh, the, I did see the news today that the Jazz and Timberwolves have – uh, Donovan Mitchell's listed at six one. Says Eric. Yeah, and he's a little taller than that. I think the Jazz and uh, Minnesota have combined uh, to they're going to hold this forty eight plus player workout ahead of the draft, mm. and they're inviting all the other twenty eight teams around the league to to join. So they're working on it. They're looking at it. When you're thirtieth, you're not drafting anyone that's going to solve problems. Except for Terrence Mann was forty eight, but he wasn't a rookie. Last year. No. But I'm saying we're talking about what the Jazz need. They are not going to get what they need now in this draft. If they could draft Terrence Mann and it took them uh, a, a player like T- Terrence Mann and it took them a couple years to get him where they wanted him to be, they would do it in a heartbeat. In a couple years, how much older is Mike Conley? Is the yeah. window closed in a couple years on the Mike Conley-led championship well, run. There's, there, there, yeah, what you yeah. said originally is, is correct. I don't think they're going to get anybody who's going to step right in and make a difference for them next season. So then maybe the idea actually becomes, you dra- and this sounds so uh, uh, rude, it, it kind of diminishes the human aspect of it because these are humans. These are players, but they're humans with lives and families. But in the business sense, they're assets. And so do you draft the best possible talent that you hear all the time that's available at the time because you never know what's going to happen with them, whether they'll develop, whether they won't, whether you'll use them, whether you'll trade them, you don't know. So if you're not able to draft and fix things now with a draft pick, then you have to draft something that fits into a myriad of different uh, uh, problems, right? You have to kind of predict the future a little bit. I would draft the best player I could find. I don't, I don't care what it means. Although, if you took on a project, that might be a little disheartening. That's what I mean. I yeah. mean, last year, the Jazz take uh, Doak and... Uh, and you and I completely disagree. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I kind of have sort of poo-pooed that a little bit, but... Uh, you called him a slut. I did? Yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Doak. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see what happens. See, maybe, maybe he'll be really good. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We'll There's real... Co- but I don't real, think he fixes the problems either. That was a yeah. controversial pick last sure. year. I mean, there was a real mixed reaction to that amongst uh, NBA observers. Yep. But uh, but anyway, this latest mock draft I saw had uh, UCLA had the Jazz taking Johnny Juzang. That's fascinating. If he's at thirty, they should take him. Yeah, I don't know if he will. But is he coming? Didn't he say? Is he coming out for sure? Uh, well, this that's the whole th- idea about the combine is you get your grades back and then you'd have to decide. I think the 
I think the deadline is when is the draft? It's different this year. It's usually the last week of June, yeah. but it's different this year. I think the deadline is the 5th or 6th of July. I'd have to look to then say you're going back or not. So he's on that verge where some say he's a second, some say he's a late first. Yeah. So uh, if I were him, I would probably stay in the draft. But Well, I've seen a bunch of other names that the Jazz supposedly are interested in. Johnny is a 6'6", small forward. So it fits into the mold we were talking about. Uh, and he shot it really well during the NCAA tournament. You saw that. Yeah, so. I, I wonder how he defends at the NBA level. Yeah, but I always do. But that's, again, you're not going to get that problem solved at 30. Another jazz question for you, Austin. Okay, you really – we always laugh because Jake comes up with these would-you-rathers. Yeah. Most constant, of them unerrable. And, and, and impossible to answer, yeah. really. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Would you rather – the Jazz have Donovan Mitchell as opposed to – let me rattle off some names and you give me a yes or no. Oof, okay. Trey Young. Oh, wow. Uh, Donovan. Jason Tatum. Donovan. Jamal Murray. Donovan. Luka Doncic. Luka. <laughs> okay, let me throw in a veteran. How about Paul George? Donovan. Um, okay, what what young player would you rather have than Mitchell? Doncic? Well, Trey Young is close. Uh, Trey Young is doing some special things. I Remember when the Hawks took him and not Luka? It was kind of like, oh, or maybe maybe he went and then Trey Young went. But anyway, it was like Trey Young was looked at then as more of a project than Luka was going to be. Mm. And now they're both doing, have done things in these playoffs that I didn't think was possible that soon into an NBA career. So if we're talking what young player, you know who might be, and this is a complete guess, a complete okay. shot in the dark, Jalen Suggs, who's about to be drafted number two overall. He might be somebody that eventually you go, yeah, that's that's the guy that changes a franchise. I saw mocks that had him at two. I've seen mocks that had him at uh, four. Yeah, okay. Uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, and then that that Cade Cunningham kid was the sort of the consensus. Sure, the Pistons are going to take him. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it turns out. But if if we're having this conversation about Donovan, doesn't that say something about how good this guy is? You know, Donovan, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I, I think it says a lot about how good the talent is going to be for a long time, the league wide. Yeah, there's a lot of really good young players. That's for sure. So. All you old codgers out there saying basketball isn't as good now as it used to. There, there's some real talent <laughs> coming in the league. And I agree. I don't know who said it during the playoffs, which one of the announcers uh, said it. But they were saying, talking about how many great shooters there are in the league now. That's for sure. Yeah. That's remarkable to me. Jason Kidd, the new Mavs coach. Uh, my reaction to that is, okay, he's got good basketball knowledge. He's got experience. I don't know how good he is from a personal relationship standpoint. He's had some issues in the past in that regard. Even uh, even Anthony Tacumbo had some problems with him. They, he, they liked each other, but he got tired of the constant critique, of the regular critiques coming from Jason Kidd. What do you what do you make of that move by the Mavs? Uh, I'm really trying to look at it basketball wise, and I'm having a hard time doing it because of what you mentioned. This is an organization in the Dallas Mavericks that a few years ago had that entire uh, ugly, nasty, gross uh, sexual assault history. 
and well, sexual harassment. And, and look what's come after that with all the turmoil within that organization. And that Sam Amick has reported on. Yeah, and, and but I'm talking more how they were treating specifically women employees in that organization. And when that first came about, Mark Cuban scoffed at it and said, no, no, we run a clean program. To his credit, he looked into it and apparently rooted out the problem and, and healed that and said we'll be better. And now they've hired a, a person who is proven to be a, a woman beater as their head coach. So I'm trying to look at it basketball-wise, Gordon, because mm. from that aspect, it's a failure. You cannot say to, to us that we're being better about respect for women and doing the right thing, and we're hiring Jason Kidd as our head coach. Basketball-wise, I don't know, man. This is now, what, his fourth or maybe even fifth team that he'll be a head coach of? <laughs> it's been a lot. At some point, you look at it and go, all right, you're the problem. It's not, you know, and I brought this up earlier in the week, and I'm sorry to reiterate it, but Jimmer Fredette, the people that say things about Jimmer that say he just needs the right system, he's been on 19 different systems. At some point you go, it's not going to work out here. So I don't know. Seems <laughs> okay. like they're trying to win a press conference. Last last item before we go to break, and then we get some more after that. <laughs> Mark Cuban hired Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. as a special advisor to his team. What former jazz player would you want Ryan Smith to hire? Well, Carmelone already is. Isn't he technically is he still, still a, a big man shooting it, coach? It, I don't know. Well, I thought that sort of <laughs> went away after a month or so. After they made Derek Favors drew the short straw and had to go work out with him once. <laughs> yeah. Who? Uh, oh, oh. I think that uh, he should. they should bring him back in this capacity. Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, I agree. Is that who you, who who you had in mind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Hornacek, I think, got the raw end of the deal in both Phoenix and New York. I think that he's a really bright mind, and I think that he's probably better than being an assistant coach, but he has things to add to, uh, especially shooting-wise, that guys need. They need a voice like that and an experience like that. All right, we'll get back to Gordon's list. want to remind you that if you snore at night or are currently using a CPAP machine, to treat sleep apnea, you need to visit Sound Sleep Medical. They can improve your life. Visit SoundSleepMedical.com. More of the big show with Gordon's List live from the warehouse next here on The Zone. I want to take you home. Have you ever been in a really humid region where you needed a dehumidifier? I have. That sounds like bragging. I didn't mean it to be. It was. Eyes are mean. You are, I'm but sorry. it's okay. I can handle it. It comes from being bullied. Who's <laughs> <laughs> been bullied? Never mind. No comment. Uh-huh. Uh, the top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30. Uh, speaking of bullies, Hans and nice people, Scotty, will announce <laughs> another member. I'm just kidding. Of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of college football season. The top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon right here on the Zone. They I think read number 50 today. So they're 10 in. Pretty All cool. Right. All right, Gordon. Uh, we do have Ralph Russo, college football writer for the AP, on the other side at the top of the hour. So uh, you got a few college football I items? I have there? a couple of uh, college football items. Let me get right to them. One involves Utah and the other one, BYU. Let me explain. CBS.com has Utah's. When uh, the over under on wins, what do you think they? What do you think it would be at? You, maybe you've seen them. I haven't seen uh, seven and a half, eight and a half. Okay, for the Utes, with uh, okay, these are the predicted wins. 
All right. Let's see. Weber State, BYU. It's at BYU, too. And uh, they are suggesting that uh, the Utes will win that again. San Diego State, Washington State, Arizona State, which is supposed wow. to be good, although they have their issues. Oregon State, UCLA, Arizona, and Colorado. These are the losses predicted by CBS.com. USC, Stanford, and Oregon. Which of those are road games? I don't know. Okay. Um, so they're sent. That's, I mean, <laughs> they're not really handing them any big time wins there in that prediction. They're saying that they'll get the ho hum wins and they'll lose. Well, I think a win over Arizona State would be a big win. Um, not yeah. as big as beating UCLA or USC or Stanford or Oregon. Yeah. So, but, you know, they're I guessing. think that's fair. When you don't know who is going to play quarterback or what you're going to get there, I think that's eight and a half. That's a fair over-under right now from CBS Sports. Okay, and BYU fans will like to note that, that uh, they have uh, the Utes beating the Cougars one more time. Yeah. So, And uh, I think if we had to guess right now, you'd probably say the same. Yeah, you? I would. Yeah. Okay, and uh, ESPN has BYU's uh, win total at? Five. Six and a half. Woo. Six and a half. This is BYU's schedule. It's tough. This is the complete schedule, okay? Yeah. These aren't wins or losses. You tell me where the wins are, okay? Oh, so right. uh, I'll go ahead. You want me to take them one by one? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Arizona? Yeah, that's a win. Arizona's U awful. Utah at Lavelle's place. I'd pick Utah today. Arizona State? I'd pick Arizona State. South Florida. Is that in Florida? I don't know. I don't have uh, that. Let's see. I've got it right here. Lavelle Edwards. So I'll take uh, BYU in that one. Utah State. Utah State will lose to BYU. Boise State. Uh, win. Baylor. That's at Baylor. That's a loss. Uh, Washington State. I think that's up in there. In Pullman. Mm -hmm. uh, loss. Virginia. At Lavelle. Win. I like Kalani in that matchup. Uh, Idaho State. That's a win. Georgia Southern. That's a win. USC. Win. No, just getting lost. Okay, so what, how many did you I think I had six wins and six losses. All right. I? So. Well, the over-under is 6.5. We shall see. I think this is going to be a really interesting year for BYU. And because Utah, yeah. it's a, it's a different It's a different team than last year's team, so – I'm not going to sit here and say, well, uh, you know, they got to show well this year in order to validate what happened a year ago. I mean, they did lose the number two pick in the NFL draft. But still, I mean, they've got some talent down there in that program. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. We'll run that uh, those same questions by Ralph Russo. All right. Well, he thinks of the Utes and Cougars coming up on the other side. But right now we're live here at the warehouse in Salt Lake, 1825 South. 300 west just east of the big old uh you know big box store that everyone seems to buy all their food in bulk at here in uh, salt lake clayton is with us on the phone clayton price is so low it'll blow your mind so go ahead blow our minds <laughs> thanks austin i don't know about byu losing to washington state up in pullman <laughs> although we can still be friends but i do know <laughs> about some awesome deals on adjustable basis. 
We're Utah. I would even say, I, I wouldn't even say just Utah. I think we're the nation's best deal on adjustable bases and beds. Let me explain what an adjustable base is a little bit and talk about the benefits of having an adjustable bed and, and then give a personal testimony about it. An adjustable bed is basically you take out your box springs, you take out the slats, you keep your bed frame, the headboard and the, the, the rails and the, and the footboard, and you put a moving adjustable base for your mattress that's on top. The moving adjustable base has a head-up option and has a foot-up option, which obviously the benefits are you can raise your head if you have snoring problems. By raising and climbing your head just a little bit, you can get rid of those snoring problems. If you have feet or pelvis or any leg swelling issues, raise up your feet a little bit. You can get rid of those issues as well. Everyone, everyone in my family, every room in the curl house has an adjustable bed, and it's for a reason. We've been selling adjustable beds like crazy. And it's no secret that these things are of the future. We have the best deal. This week, I got another order in of queen head-up only adjustable bases with, if you come in and buy the adjustable base, I'm giving you a free queen mattress. And listen, you can go on the internet. Don't, don't, don't listen to me or believe me on the radio. Don't take it from, from Austin or Gordon, who have also bought from us. Go on the internet right now and look up queen adjustable base. And I promise you'll see maybe the lowest price at $15.99, $12.99. At the warehouse, you come in, I'll give you a queen adjustable base for $8.99 and a free mattress if you come in and buy that base. Only at the warehouse in Salt Lake City at 300 West, right in front of the membership uh, box stores. We'd love to earn your business. We'll save you money. And remember, you come in and buy that base at eight ninety nine. I give you a free mattress. Pop that. Any app, any internet ship order to your house, can't pop that. I promise. We'll take care of you. Boom. Boom, indeed. You get it all for eight ninety nine, and that's the that is the problem when you're looking to upgrade your life. It, you have to buy these things separately. Not here at the warehouse. You get the mattress thrown in when you buy that base. Yeah, Clayton's right. You and I both bought uh, adjustable beds from here, and uh, yeah, terrific. It's the it's I the best thing I've ever done with any of money I ever had was buy <laughs> that bed. It is phenomenal. Oh, I that love better that. than the wedding ring you bought. Your yeah, wife? yeah, and she would agree. Yeah, <laughs> the wedding, wedding ring was great. Uh, and the marriage was the right decision. Okay. But decision regarding money, buying that bed. Clayton, you're the Listen, man. Be- Thank you. Before you guys let, before yeah. you guys let me go, I wanted to say that we have them in stock. So come in, lay on it. If you like it, take it. I'm not. I'm not going to make you wait the 12 or whatever weeks. Come and buy it today and take it. Cool. All right. Thank you, Clayton. We'll call you back, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, it's a, here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come on down. You owe it to yourself to at least come in. Look at what's here, and that's the cool thing is you don't find in-stock stuff anymore these days. They've got it all right here for you to take home today, 1825 South, 300 West. All right, Ralph Russo, college football writer for the AP Associated Press, up next right here on The Big Show.